Today on the Diz List, we count down our top five favorite rides at Magic Kingdom 2024 edition. Welcome to the Diz List, the podcast that ranks everything in Walt Disney World. I'm Nick. And I'm Rob. And welcome to episode 82, where we count down our top five favorite rides at the Magic Kingdom 2024 edition. What does that mean? Well, we did this episode number one of the Diz List podcast was yeah. the top five rides of Magic Kingdom. What I will say is there are two reasons why I wanted to do this again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm curious what you're going to say, because I know. Go ahead. <laughs> One is things change a lot. And yes. number two is probably the same thing you're thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. We sounded like we were talking in a tin can. Yes. We. It was like as if we had, um, uh, I don't even know, like a megaphone, like those old school megaphones. And that's what you're listening to. Welcome to the death list. Uh, please stand clear of the doors. Wait yeah. a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just switched on that one. Yeah. Um, my, my point was going to be, I, I just wanted to do this again. Like this yeah. is my favorite place, my favorite thing, my my favorite Things everything. Things right. change. Now your number one is Epcot. My number one park, yes. My number one park is Magic Kingdom. So yeah. to me, this is like this is my number one of well, number one. But ones. here's the thing: my number one ride park is Magic Kingdom. Oh, okay. Not my number one ride ever, because that's I mean, well, but. I would say my number one walk around park is Epcot. It's the most fun to just walk around. Yes, I understand. It's so that. open but and I'm, like. So for rides, Magic Kingdom is certainly my favorite park. Yeah. But I enjoy Epcot more, if that makes sense. It does. I just prefer the whole experience of Epcot more. Um, so it is what it is. Hey, we got an email this week that I think we should talk about. Sure. Um, got an email from Pam. And Pam is a listener who, in quotations, said she's part of the senior set. So I'm going to take that to be... That she's borderline senior, so she's like 35. I was going to say 32. Okay, probably. Um, but she mentioned that, you know. Happy birthday. Yeah. She mentioned that she thought a fun episode would be if we, you know, talked about ways to slow things down or top five things about, like, you know, places to take a rest and whatnot. Yep. She had some really good points, and this is not something that just she has reached out. Um, our patron, Sherry, has also reached out before to us. Um the, the the point that Pam made in her email was even like my favorite place to hang out in Epcot, the UK Pavilion, really only has two benches in that whole area. So if it is happening to oh, be yeah. crowded, you can't just sit down. Think about all the places where you have to sit like on a curb at Disney World. Yeah. I mean, that, there's a lot of them. Yeah. I mean, well, and Hollywood I'm, I'm thinking specifically about bad. like waiting for parades because we like to watch the parade over by – in Frontierland by Pecos Bills, we yeah. usually watch, I guess it's the beginning of the parade over there. Yeah. There really isn't anywhere. I mean. Like unless there, you're lucky enough to get the rocking chair. Yeah. I mean, there's no curb or anything there at all. No. I mean, it's, you there's know, you the stand little, or, I've sat on the little, um, there's like a, a retaining wall or something as you're coming out from underneath like the little tunnel. And I don't want to call it a tunnel, but where the bathrooms are there. So you can sit down oh, yeah. there. Yeah. Can, but but I, I think it's a point well made. And I thought, you know. While we don't necessarily think we could do a full episode on that, because you've never really traveled too much with seniors, and and I've been with my my mom and my mother in law, but like we, it's not our life, right? So to yeah. to me, I don't want to sit here and rank something that we and lie about it, right? Because we don't really know. Yeah. But we do have ideas, and we do have some thoughts about it. So I think it's it's worthwhile for a for a show opening to discuss this stuff. Yep. And I didn't want because she's not a patron. I didn't want to relegate it to a patron mini or something no this is good stuff too i i don't have a ton of experience in this category number one is because we go hard i mean when we go to the parks we move fast uh we're all pretty much fast walkers we want to get in as much as possible so that's kind of the opposite here but the first time that i went with my kids which i've talked about before on the podcast we went with my mother so my parents um my mom and dad uh went down to Orlando and we stayed 
at Bonnet Creek. Are you familiar with Bonnet Creek? Yeah. So Bonnet Creek is a resort not owned by Disney, but on Disney property, which is a great place, by the way. We um, we rent. It's They have timeshare rooms there, and we rented a timeshare from somebody else. And the reason I'm getting to this is, you know, it has multiple bedrooms, and my parents had their own room, and we had our own room, too. And my dad decided to stay back. So my dad... Obviously, when we grew up, and well, maybe not obvious if this is your first time listening. I don't want to say obviously every time. So I grew up going to Disney because we have relatives in Orlando. So my dad has basically gone, I, I can't even tell you how many times, you know, probably 12, 15 times. And my dad was like, I'm good. I'm going to stay back. You know, and he's he's not old, old, but like he's doesn't want to stay well, walk around on his feet, especially when he's done it over and over. But my mother went with us, so and and the kids were younger, so that was probably the time where we weren't sprinting from place to place. Mm-hmm. So that that's really my experience with that. Now you're probably the better one to answer this because you've gone twice with both your mother and your mother-in-law, correct? Yeah. So yeah. why don't you chat about it a little bit because you have a little bit more experience in this category? Yeah, my my mother is certainly in a spot where she, and we brought her for her 60th birthday. Um, she's an active 60 year old. I mean, so it's not, it's not that the walking and, and moving nonstop is, a, is an issue. But what I'll say is this, that there are, there are ways to make it so that it's more bearable. Um, so for instance, we did both with my mom and my mother-in-law. One of the things we did was we utilized the touring plans lines app. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and this is, we're not affiliated with them at all. This is not like a sponsored thing, but no, it's just, but it's it, useful. I've used it too. It's, you can set up what you want to do and then say, do you want to prioritize wait time? Do you want to prioritize, um, uh, walking? So to, to minimize walking or, you know, what do you, you know, what is it you want to prioritize? And, and then it'll optimize which way you should go around the park. So for both my mother-in-law and my mother, we set it to prioritize the walking distance. And as a result, it just, even though you maybe could have saved some time by leaving, let's say big thunder mountain going over and doing space mountain, then going and doing splash mountain. I know that seems like a ridiculous thing. That's a ridiculous amount of walking. Right. And so what they would do is say, you know, you might wait longer right now by going from big thunder to splash, but you're going to walk less. And so they would just kind of make sure that everything was maximizing your, uh, enjoyment by minimizing your walking. You can you can do that. That's a free. I think the Lines app is free. Um, you, there is a subscription fee for touring plans if you wanted to, and that thing's certainly worth the money, in in my opinion. Um, but the idea of just making sure and planning your trip in such a way that you minimize walking. But Pam's point wasn't that she doesn't know what to do and like how to minimize walking. It's just that even when you do that. You're still walking about eight miles a day. Where do you rest? And I got thinking, she's right. <laughs> she said, that, you know, there's no benches. Well, she's not wrong. Yeah. I mean, Hollywood Studios notoriously has like, I mean, if you go into Toy Story Land, find a place to sit. Find one. Here. I would say, I'm, now I'm trying to scroll through my head and think of what place has the most amount of seating and benches. And I'm going to go with World Showcase along the water's edge. I mean, they, they do, yes, during a festival, good luck getting one. Right. And there's a reason the joke is that people eat on the garbage cans. Yeah. I, I've done that. Yeah, I have too. <laughs> I mean, it's not a joke. It's real. Yeah. Um, I also think that utilizing park transportation, what I mean by that is in-park transportation. So if you're at Epcot, taking the boat from one side mm-hmm. of the lagoon to the other. i that too. Um, the other thing is, the is of course, now in Magic Kingdom, the train's the back train. open. So yeah. that's a way. So if you're way over by Thunder Mountain and the former Splash Mountain, current Tiana or almost current Tiana's Bayou Adventure, you can jump on the train. And if you want to ride Space Mountain, that train is going to zip yep. you right over to Space Mountain in no time. Yeah. And it's a great ride, too. Yeah, it's actually very relaxing. The, the other one is like rides that let you get off your feet. They're, you're right. There's not a lot of places to rest your feet. But Magic Kingdom's got a ton of these rides. You go, you've got carousel of progress you've got the people mover you've got yep. all these rides or attractions whether it be tiki room or 
you know, even really Haunted Mansion and those rides where you're you're sitting down and Haunted Mansion's yeah. gotten to be quite long now because the of movie all the stop. And the Hatbox Ghost is there, yeah. Well, but the stop and go has gotten to be really bad. I've yeah. had a couple of people reach out and comment that. Um, but yeah, there's, I mean, picking your attractions properly is, is another part of it. Um, but, you know, it makes me wonder if Disney hears those complaints or if they don't care. Who knows? I, I don't, and I don't know if anyone's even saying anything, right? But it wouldn't, how would it hurt Disney to put some benches down here and there on the edge of the walkways? I don't think it would. No. Um, and maybe, maybe there's a reason they don't. Um, but for me, I think that the, my number one tip is obviously the, the, the touring plans, like maximize your, your time, um, in the parks by minimizing your walking. And then my number two tip is picking attractions that help to keep you off your feet. Um, those sure. are just, and, and if you're not a thrill ride person, you know, you know, finding those rides is a little bit easier. If you really want to do thrill rides and you know, you're only on the ride for 30 seconds and you're standing up the whole time in the, in the queue. But I have a question for you and two tips. My question for you is touring plans. I have only ever done on the app. And I know in general that um, probably if you're listening to this, you're probably listening to it on a smartphone. But there's a lot of people. Um, my parents are pretty good with technology, but I know there's a lot of people um, who are part of the, we'll, we'll say senior community. That's fair. I'm, I'm very close to the senior community, too, who <laughs> prefer using a computer as opposed to something smaller on a phone. So that's my question. When you get your touring plan subscription, can you click around? And because personally, I like having a bigger monitor too. I, I like being able to see it. I'll be honest with you. I, I only use the Lines app, which is their app. Okay. I only use that in the parks. The rest of the time, I do everything on the computer on oh, their, web, good. On their good. website. Well, there's the answer. You go to like touringplans.com. And then what's nice is like, this is turning into an advertising formula. That's fine by me. I don't care. Well, we're, um, not, we're not getting paid. <laughs> yeah. so. uh, but like you can do things like do a room request. You mm-hmm. you can attach if you have a subscription. Yeah. You attach your you attach your reservation, and they'll send your room request for you. Yeah, they did um, that for me too. It was great. We they, got what we wanted. You can uh, basically put what attractions you want to do, and say you know optimize, or you say nope, I want to do it myself, or you say. I plan on getting Genie Plus that day, and they'll tell you what to prioritize for Genie Plus. Right, and this um, is just a plan. It's not this app is not going to book all the rides for you. No, 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 no. And this isn't. I mean, there are apps, there are companies that do that. Um, one's called Jungle Skipper, but like it's, I, I don't, I don't know how good those are. I can't speak from experience. I can yeah. definitely speak from experience on touring plans. But yeah, the, I actually like the experience on the website better mm-hmm. um than i do and you can save your plans you're like the way i've you done toured. that too so you can go back and be like okay this is how i'm going to do do it because it worked really well that day i had three different versions of <laughs> plans for different parks depending on depending certain on, things yeah that depending day. on when you go whatnot yeah. yeah it's it's that's one really good way to do it so you said you had a couple tips too. i did one would be to do um to plan on doing sit down dining at least once, maybe all three meals during the day, because that's a big break and a big chance for you to get off your feet. Yeah, that can and be expensive. And cool off. And cool off. It can be expensive, but it's a really good way to just kind of take a break. The other one is try to choose rides, if possible, that have shorter lines. And if you're real picky about what you want to do and it has a longer wait, it is what it is. But if you can look and try to get on some of the rides that have shorter waits or buy Genie Plus, so that they're shorter weights, again, you're going to be off your feet a little bit longer, a little yeah. bit more. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think that that's the key is is just modifying what you're planning on doing a little bit to maximize enjoyment. Yes. Because it, no ride is going to be worth you just being miserable in the mm-hmm. park. But that's what can happen. I mean, I, I was lucky um, – you know, when I went with my mom, she's super mobile, very active. There's no issues with mobility or anything like that. My mother-in-law, it, you know, she's not – she's she's certainly active and does, is, is not somebody who can't walk. And she actually prepped for Disney by walking on a treadmill. Like, so she got used to it. But, like, sometimes there's people who, like, doesn't matter how much prepping you do, you're getting to that age where it is – I mean, eight miles is not something to sneeze at. And that's what Pam quoted that she walked about – and eight miles, honestly, is a low day. I mean, yeah. for, when you're in those parks, yep. I, I put on anywhere from 12 to 15 miles. 
What are those things called? Rascals? The little... Um, I <laughs> yeah. know you're laughing, but no, is, no, is no, that no. what they're called? No, the, the, the ECVs, the, the electric... Yeah, electric scooters. Why am yeah. I thinking they're called Rascals? Is there a nickname for them? Is that, well, was that a brand? Yeah, it's like Little Rascals and then the Hover Round. The okay. Hover Round's the one where they go to the Grand Canyon okay. and they yell out and it echoes. Yeah, that's now, the commercial. <laughs> that's why I had... Okay, so I'm, I wasn't off base yeah. there. Yeah. Is that something that you can rent at Disney can, World? Yeah, you can. Now, yeah, sure. Where do, do you know where they do that? I actually have no idea. Oh, you mean at not, the actual at Disney World? Yeah. No, I don't know about that. But or do you have to bring your own. There, well, there are companies. Okay. There are tons of companies that, that rent them, uh, and so, then they would bring it to like your hotel or resort. Oh yeah, it's kind of yes. Okay. Yeah, it's like a like the stroller rental places do the same thing. Okay. Now I don't I don't know that that's what Pam was looking for in that. Oh, and I wasn't hinting at that either. That was just no, no. I know, and that, that's not even seniors. That's if if um, you know, let's say somebody breaks their leg or oh yeah, um, they have some kind of condition with their hip or knee or whatever. Oh, I've definitely seen like teenagers with a cast on in Disney. I mean, imagine that, right? It's summertime. You're on summer vacation. You're you got a Disney vacation planned. The day before you're going to Disney, you're playing baseball. You slide into second base, break your ankle. Ugh. What do you do? Like. Yeah. You, you're not canceling your Disney trip, you know, and you're not going to crutch around all day. Could you imagine crutching around oh God. Disney World all Jeez. day? Especially like with like all the tripping hazards with the, I mean, with the with the uh, train tracks on <laughs> the trolley tracks oh on Main Street. That'd be so tough. Um, but yeah, you know, I know this isn't exactly what what Pam or, or even what Sherry wanted as far as like that that discussion about senior stuff. But at the same time, we would be doing you a disservice if we tried to pretend we knew a lot about that. So, you know, we just want to be honest, but but we do have some tips. And yep. I think these tips that we talked about were valuable. So, um, speaking of Sherry, she's going to be our uh, patron of the week. And we're going to head off to the halftime show, which is brought to you by Sherry and magicmerch.art. If you haven't checked out magicmerch.art, um, we have a storefront both on uh, one is Printify and the other one we do have an Etsy storefront right now. Um, our products on Etsy right now until Valentine's Day are on sale. They're on uh, I think it's fifteen uh, percent off right now. Nice. But if you go and check us out, if you go to our our Instagram, we have links there. You can also go to magicmerch77.etsy.com. So they're just fifteen percent off. Is there a code or you, it, not for not right now? Not for that part. No. Cool. Great. Yeah. That's so easy then. That's an easy one. They should be just marked. Um, but but you know we we really appreciate all of your support, all of our patrons, um, and we also appreciate any support you could give. Magicmerch.art. Thank you. See you after the break. Welcome back. Uh, today we're going to count down our top five favorite Magic Kingdom rides in 2024. We felt like we should do this because um, things change. Times change. Our kids change. We change. We did this as our episode number one, and our mics have changed twice since then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, those are, the, those are reasons to do it. Um, and because Rob and I both love the parks yeah. and wanted to do a, a favorite ride thing and a yeah, discussion. Our, our type, I listened, I listened back to that episode and like our discussions have definitely changed and evolved. So I think this is a good, a good choice to do this. We did that episode before we went to magic kingdom together, I believe. Yeah. We recorded it in June of 2022. And then 2022 July is when we, we had launched. our, our we trip launched. together. Yeah. And we launched our show, uh, the day before we left. Right. Yep. That's cool. Yeah. So this is um if if I were to do a list of my you know favorite favorite parks this is this is number 1 for me. I love it. And um yeah, it's my number 2, but I told you when you know off the mic that we this is my number 1 for rides. Yeah. Like it's rides are great. Rides aren't everything to me. Um and so, for me, this is my number two park. But, yeah, I love this park. I mean, it's my number one ride park. Yeah, it's 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 literally my favorite place on earth. Um, well, my favorite My favorite place. I can't blame you. Yeah. I can't blame you. And people would go, what? It's <laughs> it's not the Bills Stadium? No, I've been there yeah. enough. Yeah. <laughs> it's cold there. and yeah. I, I've been there enough. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny how often the the Buffalo Bills come up in conversation. Yeah. Again, last week we were we were a little nervous. <laughs> we were like, hmm, I don't know if by the time people listen to this, if the Buffalo Bills will come out come yeah. out with a win. So yeah. we'll see. So uh, there's there's rumors that we're gonna have Taylor Swift. Well, say in town today. Is Taylor Swift gonna be in town today? I don't think so. You don't think so? And if she is, good for her. Whatever. My wife told me she has a friend who lives in Buffalo. 
who knows a person who knows a person that said Taylor's crew rented out a restaurant. Okay, maybe. And I said, that's what I said. I go, maybe. Yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. I know some people who know some people who said the opposite, but that's yeah. okay. It okay. doesn't matter. Well, we will find out today. Yeah. Um, what I will say is I wish I was there eating today because they have some fun stuff. They have a karma quesadilla. What? What is in that? I don't know, but it's karma quesadilla, and they have a bad blood <laughs> They have bad blood something or other. They are they are <laughs> naming their concessions after Taylor uh, after Taylor songs. That is funny. So yeah, that is funny. All right, um, <laughs> I thought so too. All right, now to my favorite. Well, yeah, my, Go, my favorite thing. Yeah. yeah, let's let's uh let's kick it off here with your number five Magic Kingdom top ride in now, 2024. I must have this list somewhere, and I can go back and look at at some point during the entire thing. But before we started. You said to me, you go, well, Space Mountain was definitely not on your list. Because I, I have to go back and look, because now my number five is Space Mountain. Yeah, your number five was not that before. And here's why it's changed. It, Disneyland has changed this. And I realize that the Disneyland one, and I say this on the podcast a lot, the Disneyland version of Space Mountain is leaps and bounds better. But what it's made me do is just love the ride and appreciate the ride more. And I realize it's it, it's it's herky-jerky or more that's it, not quite as smooth in Orlando, but after riding that in Disneyland, now I'm like that ride rules. I, I don't know. I it's think of all the great rides in Magic Kingdom. That's my number 5 now. It's made my list. Well, and I can't think of what's dropped off now. I'm going to have to go back and look and find it. I'll, we can we can find out. I'm, I'm going to see if I can do this here. Okay. I will tell you right now yeah. that I understand what you're saying, but I I can't justify putting Space Mountain on your on the list. What? I found my old list. Yeah. It's not, <laughs> it, it was not hard to find here. Yeah. I just scrolled to the very bottom yeah. <laughs> yeah. of my list, and here it was. Here's why it's on the list now, because Splash Mountain was on the list before. Right, but Splash Mountain wasn't your wasn't I, five. No, it wasn't. Okay. Oh, you're saying so it, everything it, it's has changed. Gone, it's condensed. It's gone. Gotcha. So it's, I gotcha. since that was on my original list, was that what, did you have space as an honorable mention the first nope. time? I, I don't know if know if we did honorable. Oh mentions no, no we did. There's nothing no, on there. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah. I mean, there's so many that are honorable mentions for me. Yeah. So my number five is Space Mountain, and, and I kind of told you why a little bit more, but I I just I have a new appreciation for it and a new excitement for the ride. Since writing it in California. Yeah, I, I can't blame you. I like Space Mountain. It is the first time that I really like roller roller coaster where with my wife and my son where like I could tell that there was some fear going on. Because <laughs> like you're riding that and it's a dark and like, you know, it's it's, yeah. it's scary. And, and Cooper was seven, eight, seven or eight. I can't remember. But he, he was young, and so being on that ride, and I can remember my wife clutching onto him. I heard, you know, last <laughs> week, too. last week the story that your son told. So yeah. he was talking about how, yep. how your wife was in the middle yeah. and had one hand over her <laughs> on your daughter and one hand. Up, yeah. like, we have and, a photo of that somewhere. And so, like, I, I, I understand that because I lived that um, with my wife and my son, um, and he is a very vocal Roller coaster, roller coaster rider. So he's, he's laughing the whole time, laughing and screaming, "I'm gonna die!" <laughs> and like, "Oh my gosh, I'm gonna die!" And so my wife wasn't sure if he meant like I'm falling out. You know, I mean, it's just yeah. all those things that go through your head as a parent, right? right? I mean, he's he was clearly big enough; they wouldn't let him on. Disney's really good about that. But I think so. I I do get that space is a look. I I'm gonna say you put it at five because you recognize the potential. Yes. That's a good way to put it. I have not seen the potential. You've seen the potential. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I get it. Was that the first ride that we went on together when we went to the parks? Because we did, because we arrived there and we had half a day at Magic Kingdom and we went over when it was raining. No, I don't think so. I think we did. I don't remember what we did, but I don't. I think we only did it once because we did it that we did it at night when we were there for extended hours. Yes. That's the only time I remember going on it okay. with you. But maybe. Um so that's that's your number five. Yeah. My number five mm -hmm. has also changed. My number five is one that I ranked higher before, but it has since moved. And it's I think it's because of just preferences 
and how my appreciation for some other stuff has changed slightly. Um, but my number five is the people mover. Oh, okay. So I really like the people mover and I mentioned it our first episode that I love that you can, you can eat on the people mover. Like you can take a snack on the people mover. You got yeah. popcorn, you've got, you know, Mickey bar. Heck, if you want to get a burger to go from cosmic rays and get up there, you could, or from the lunching pad, you could do that. Um, I like the people mover for people watching. And also I like the people mover because I have seen space mountain with the lights on twice. Yeah. I've been lucky enough to see it twice. <laughs> that's wild. Yeah. Um, that's very rare. And yeah. having someone see that twice. Yeah. Well, and I guess the difference back-to-back is back rides. I guess it, the difference is if you're there frequently and you ride it on a regular basis, your chances increase. Yeah. But if you go once a year and you're only riding it a few times, your yeah. chances are very slim that I, you're going to see that. I saw on my last ride with you mm-hmm. and on my first ride this past summer. So back-to-back years on separate, like totally separate days, totally separate years, but on consecutive rides, I saw Space Mountain with the lights on. Wild. Yeah. Um, I like it for so many reasons other than that, though. the It's relaxing. You know, we talked in the opening about getting off your feet. There's not a better way to get off your and, and it looks like you're going to be in line forever. And it just moves so quickly. Mm-hmm. And it very rarely has um, any real major issues. There are times. I, I get it. There was a while where it was breaking down every day. I, it's not like that as much anymore. It will stop, but it's not down for the whole day. It's just not. It's just such a cool and unique experience because what this ride does is it's basically like a tour of most of Tomorrowland. Mm -hmm. Not all, most, but you go through the inside of Space Mountain. You see the astronaut. You see, well, at least you can hear the track if you don't see it. You get to go into Buzz Lightyear. There's that whole section where... You get to see, like, the scale models. Um, And then there's just that beautiful view where you can see the castle and and the rest of the park. That view of the castle's phenomenal. It's like a must picture every single time when when we go by it. Yeah, I I just like the people. I love it. Everything about it is great except for the ride it sort of shares a cue with. Like, if they could just do right with (laughs) Astro Orbiter. Astro Orbiter will not be on either one of our lists. No. No. So that, yeah, that's my number five. So, uh, do you have anything more about the people mover? You want to move on to your number? No, four? no. I'm I, people mover is not on my list. So that's why I wanted to comment a yeah, little bit on yeah, yours. Yeah, no problem. If we share something, I probably won't share as much and I want to, I don't yeah. want to spoil it. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, my number four, unfortunately, I did not get to ride last time. It was one of those things where the ride is, or the, the line is always insanely long. Like, it's, unbelievable how long the the line for this is and i really like the ride but what i have to do when i go to the parks and i try to keep my family involved because i'm not generally i'm kind of the leader of where we go and but i always want everybody's input so i say to them do you want to wait in line for 70 80 90 100 whatever minutes or do you want to go do a b c and d during this amount of time usually their choice is a b c and d because they want to do more they don't want to just stand in line but my number four is Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. So I just kept putting it off and putting it off because the line was so long. And then by the time we left, oh, I know why. Because when when I when we went together, we had the extended hours and we were we were right in the front of the line and we were excited. We were going to race right in and see it. It was like right after the fireworks, right? Yep. And they never reopened it. There was something. Was, was wrong. wrong with the ride, yeah. and I'm like, eh, we'll get to go again. But you did, so that's good, and I'm happy. I did for the next you. morning. Yeah. You went the next morning, but I forgot why we did. You guys didn't go there because no. you didn't go to you didn't go to Magic Kingdom that day. Because oh right, because we went to Animal Kingdom that day. I think <laughs> that's right. Um, love the ride. Okay, love it, and <laughs> I appreciate it even more now that there is the. Uh, the frozen ride, the uh, you said it the other day when you and I were having lunch. Oh, wandering oak and sliding slice. Yes, and it came up in conversation of something that wasn't related to Disney yeah. at all. So yeah. Someone was talking about sliding slides. No, they said oaken. Oh, they said, said oaken. Right, yeah. I know. I yeah. remember. And then I think I have more of an appreciation for it being a longer ride because we saw what its its counterpart is or the remix. I don't know if I'd call that a overseas. counterpart, but it looks it looks similar. We'll, we'll call mountain. it the remix. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I guess. Indiana Jones is a remix of Dinosaur. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, I yeah, I can't complain. I'm I would love to comment on this right now too, because this is my number four. Okay. Oh, perfect. Yeah. My number four is also Seven Dwarves, and it was my number two. Mm-hmm. And it's changed. And it's because the last two times I've went mm-hmm. with you and then with my family last last summer is it's not as reliable as it should be. It is down it has a lot of downtime. I I would love to say that the best way to ride this is to make sure you rope drop it, which it is the best way to make sure you ride it. Yeah. If it's open. If it's open at rope dropping. Yeah. Usually is, but there's times when it's not. And that, that makes that makes life a little bit difficult. Um I'm gonna tell you honestly, I think that that it also I don't know, I guess I've just kind of grown to real to to like some of the other rides more. Um, like particularly when I get to my number three, I've gr- really grown to love that ride more. Um, it, it's fun. My kids like it. They don't love it. A big part of why I ranked it so highly the last time was because my son uh, and I went on it so many times the first time we went that it was like a nostalgia thing. It was something we did a ton of. And I, I certainly... Um, I certainly still love that ride and still think of that ride as, you know, the ride that my son and I rode forever. You know, we rode it like eight times that, that first trip. Um, but we also had fast passes and that's just not the way it goes now. And I'm not willing to pay. So like I had not experienced seven dwarves in the new genie plus era. I'd Mm. only experienced it in the fast pass time. Right. So when you enter over from the left, instead of the longer queue on the right hand side. Right, yeah. I mean, and and I could pay for it, but I don't think it's worth that money. No. You know, it's not. It's good, but. There are rides I will pay for. Seven Dwarves is not one of them. Well, it's like I said earlier. You could wait and wait 120 minutes, or you can do A, B, C, and D and just get more enjoyment out of doing yeah. But some people, would, I'm sure people listening would go, nope, love that ride. I would wait for it. I will also say this, though. As much as we're sitting here kind of saying. This is why I moved down. I mean, it's still in our top five. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's both both of our number four. Yeah. I'll also say that this last summer, when we went, it was posted as a seventy-five minute wait. We didn't wait seventy-five minutes. Well, they put that time up so people yeah. will, and it was will do ABC. Right. And it B. was it was extended hours. Um, we were there. It said seventy-five minutes, and we waited fifteen twenty. Great. So. Uh, Sometimes sometimes you just have to ignore the wait time sign and just go because the wait time sign is probably wrong. I feel like it's a shorter ride, too. I, I looked it up while you were talking just now, and it's, it's a three-minute ride. Well, but they're measuring it differently than how you measured Wandering Oaken, too. True, because I, I started it right when you went down the hill, and I realize that, too, but I'm just saying I'm not comparing it to to the Frozen ride here. I'm comparing it to... Anything else I could be doing at the park, longer rides and yeah, it's not terribly long. It's, like it's Thunder Mountain's short. pretty long. I wonder how how much longer. Yeah, it's not it's not the shortest. It's certainly not the shortest ride at Magic Kingdom, but it's not. You know, it's not long. Not not in any by any stretch of the imagination. Hmm. Um, but I I love the ride. I love the the animatronics. I really like the witch animatronic at the end. I mean, I think that is just so amazing. It is. It's creepy. Um, I love it. The the whole story, story time, you know, the, not story time. The story that it's telling is uh, is great. The the I, the queue is amazing. If you can get seven people to spin the barrels all at the same time, so you get uh, Snow White to appear on the roof. I don't know if you've ever gotten seven people to do it with you. Um, we were able to pull it off this last time. So no, my wife fun. doesn't love it when people are touching everything. She doesn't want our kids to get sick. <laughs> if you're touching those barrels, you just wipe it off with your with the use your um. Your Purell. Yes, hand sanitizer. Yeah. I'm not saying, we're not saying lick the honey wall at poo, <laughs> which I've seen. But <laughs> I think I have too. So, yeah, that, that's both of our number four. Um, so that means that I guess we're going back to you now for your number three. Yep. I, I'm going to guess that at some point this is going to be on your list too. But my number three, and this is, it's always been one of my favorites also, is the, is Pirates. And it's it's just so much fun for so many reasons. You have a little bit of thrill because you got the drop. You have the great smells. You have the fantastic animatronics, the songs you can sing along to. It's like all my favorite elements together in, in one ride. You know, if it didn't have the drop, so if we were to compare it to 
another dark ride like we would say haunted mansion it has that extra slight little thrill factor and i would be remiss if i don't mention the west coast version has a few more of those drops but even just with the one single drop pirates just becomes such a great ride for everybody uh not only is is it cool inside but i'm guessing it's a little bit of a longer ride too i i like the queue the half of the queue is indoors so that is a good way to cool off even the part that's outdoors is protected from the elements mm-hmm. you're not staying in the sun baking yeah it's not it's it's great for so many reasons i'm gonna guess this is on your list am i right you are right my number three is pirates of the caribbean okay <laughs> so again folks we don't so i'm gonna i'm gonna <laughs> these are all a surprise we're right? gonna take we're gonna take a slight diversion here and talk about why we needed to redo the 2024 version have you ever heard how people look like their pets? Now, just, try, just follow, <laughs> oh, follow, follow me down this road. Have you ever heard about that? Uh, how their pets and them can look alike. Have you ever seen these these pe- memes? And people have told me that before, especially uh, what you my, don't look my... like, Georgie. Come on, <laughs> here I'll do the face. Yeah, his bulldog. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I, I think the reason people start to look like their pets, quote unquote, is they spend so much time together, right? And so clearly, yeah. over the years, the last two years, recording this podcast with you, <laughs> we have we have developed some similarities. I, I see where this is going, I think. And so <laughs> I'm not saying you're my pet. No, no. <laughs> I'm just saying that that I think I have been influenced by your love for the historic dark rides. Yep. And for me, that that is what I this was on this was definitely on my list before. This was my number four last time. It's my number three this time. Um, I I love this ride for all the reasons you said. Mm-hmm. The smell, like you didn't say it, but I know that that's up there because you and I have been walking in a up in a in a city near us in Rochester by by some fountains oh, yeah. that had bromine in them, and you could smell it, and you're like. Huh. Are we on pirates? It smells like Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, so just this idea, it's to me, it's so immersive. It is, I think, if you, if you want my honest truth, I think it's the best storyline of any of the dark rides. I know that you disagree with that, but um, I I think the storyline is great. I mean, it the storyline of this ride kicked off a pretty epic universe of movies, right? I mean. You, th- I used epic universe. <laughs> I didn't didn't mean purposefully. To do, I did not mean to do that. Um, so I think it's just such a great ride all around. Um, I can't agree more. The queue is great. the The ride vehicle holds a lot of people, so the line is never really terribly long. Um, I don't feel like it. It's not like where there's there's another one that I'm sure you're going to mention, but. That it's like not a lot of stop and go stuff. The last few times I've been on Peter Pan. The last few times I've been on Haunted Mansion. The last mm-hmm. few times, you know, those dark rides. It's like stop, wait. We're gonna unload somebody, and some of it's unloading somebody, and some of it is like just ridiculousness of like the ride vehicles issues. I don't feel like there's any of that with Pirates. I love it. What would you guess if you were to guess how long the ride is itself? I was surprised. I just looked it up. I'm going to go six minutes. Eight minutes and thirty seconds. Okay, yeah. I I thought it was higher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew it was on the higher end. The I, uh, West great. Coast version. This is going to surprise you too. Nine and a half. It's a little longer, and there's wait. There's more scenes. There's a whole lot more of the skeletons at the beginning. You got the going through the restaurant part. Fifteen minutes and thirty seconds. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. The, That's it's, crazy. It's from Wikipedia. I don't, you know. Yeah, who knows? I think I think we're past the point where people need to question everything Wikipedia says. Well, we work in a school, and and <laughs> at our school, everybody questions everything that's yeah. from Wikipedia. I I hate that. I I I tell my kids when I when I've got them now. Granted, I'm a math teacher, but we do some some writing and stuff in my statistics classes, and I'm like. Nah, they're just old and stodgy. That's why they're telling you not to use Wikipedia. I've gone into Wikipedia before to change like some information about something related to one of my bands because we have a page on there and something was inaccurate and I went to change it. Yeah, they wouldn't even let me. They wouldn't like, let you? No, they wouldn't let me change it. Like it was, they wrote an email back that um, 
I wasn't I wasn't allowed to change. So anyway, I don't want to get in, off track too much. I guess my point is is that it seems like maybe it's a little harder to go in and just you know type in you know like you know fart or butt or so something. you mean i can't tell i can't change patrick mahomes father to josh allen today when he gets be- <laughs> sorry all right all right anyway we're gonna move on from wikipedia we, we don't have any listeners yeah. from uh K- the kansas Casey. city area um so honestly i i love this ride i love it i love your pick of it at three obviously because i did i picked it there too um i do wish however that one day i will get to have experienced all the pirates I want to do a Pirates World Tour. Oh my gosh, Look, that would be that would be. I mean, the they, great one is what Shanghai. Shanghai. Oh my yeah, gosh, that is ridiculous. Geez. I mean, yeah, I, I don't even understand the Paris one. I can't wait to see that sword fight. Um, you, you know, we've talked about it with Ear Scouts Rob before, mm-hmm. and I, I've watched plenty of videos. The behind the attractions on this particular one on Disney Plus is great. If you if you haven't watched, I know we talk about this show all the time, but if you haven't watched it yet, you need to. It's so good. All of those episodes are good, but I felt like the Pirates one because they talk about the evolution of Pirates at every park, whereas some of them are just like postage stamp, like take it up, put it down, like a cookie cutter, whereas the Pirates, they want to evolve every single time. It's so cool. Other episodes that are similar is the Haunted Mansion one, the Space Mountain one, because they're at different parks. And, they've, but they and they're different, different in each different. one. Yeah, yeah. That's why that's a really good show to yeah, watch. Yeah, like Phantom Manor in Paris. Yeah. So that, that gives us our number three, but... We doubled up on three again, so let's see if we match up on two. My number two I know is either your one or two, but as soon as I say mine, it's going to give it away. If you're a regular listener, you can probably predict what my number one is because I talk about it all the time. But my number two, just looked it up, is a three-minute ride way in the back corner of Frontierland, and it is Big Thunder Mountain. That is not my number two, that so is, we don't match up on number two. That okay. is that is my number two. This ride is a lot of fun for many, many reasons. Um, one fun story that I, I always like to share, it's this great memory from when we were on Thunder Mountain, was I was riding it with my daughter, and you know they always tell you to you know put away your hat and glasses and everything, right? <laughs> well, there was a gentleman at the front of the car as the car started going around and going around the twists and turns and... He he was sitting in the front, and we go around, we go down this this drop, and the guy's hat flies off. So he's in the first cart. We're in the last cart. The hat flies off. My daughter reaches up, snags it right out of the air. <laughs> and at the end of the ride, we get off the ride, and she goes, here you go, sir. <laughs> at the time, she was probably, you know, 11 or something. Yeah. She, was, she was young, so um, Im- impressive uh skills by her so big thunder mountain is great um i like it's so much fun and it's i think the even the narration at the beginning having kind of like the uh i don't know if he's a cowboy necessarily but just the way that the the voices and the narrator immediately starts it off as fun because that ride could take a totally different feel if it starts off and Hey, buckaroos, welcome to the wildest ride in the wilderness. But it's not. It's like it's upbeat and exciting, and right away from the beginning, you're pumped to go. You Absolutely. do that big climb. There's actually two big climbs during the ride, and it's so, so, so much fun. I it's, think the queue's underrated, too. It is. It's a lot of fun. and it's, It gets hot. Oh, my gosh. It that, does. That ramp. But, like, I think the queue's underrated. A lot of it is undercover. I mean, it's a lot of it is just kind of wood. It's not super boring because the way that they kind of curl you around and the twists and turns, it's it's not like a boring queue where it's like up, down, up. So, like, I'll give you an example of one that I don't like I think is boring is the Jungle Cruise queue. I think that one's really boring. Um, but anyway, um, I love Big Thunder Mountain for so many reasons. That's that's my number two. Yeah, I mean, it's a great ride. I I certainly can't argue with you that it's a good ride great um but it's not my number two okay what is your number two um my number two is tron ah see that is not on my list because i have not experienced it yet i I will this summer but i'm not there yet so have you ever watched i I, well i know you have i want listeners to think about a movie they've watched where somebody talked it up so much and you watched it and you're like what that's not good Right, you've you've that's been there. You've had that, right, all the time. You know, this is kind of like almost the opposite for me. People were like, eh, "It's short. It's not really worth the wait." Blah blah blah. Like, just talked it down. 
we waited so long for this ride and now it's out and who cares? Yeah, and it's only and it's only thirty seconds long and da da da. Um, I loved it. It's a fantastic ride. It's got a great soundtrack. The queue could be a little bit more interesting, admittedly. It's not horrible. It's certainly not Jungle Cruise. Um, it's it's not as cool as like I guess we've come to expect things like Cosmic Rewind. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's it's not that. It's it's got some cool pre-show type stuff. Um, but nothing like Cosmic Rewind. Did you um, get to ride it at night? I did not ride it at night night. I rode it in the evening and I rode it twice in the morning. Now, here's what I will say. You're going to wait a lot longer if you ride it at night. Mm-hmm. Um, I had boarding group one one day. Wow. And I had boarding group seven another day. And then I had boarding group like, I, it was a later one. That was the one where we tried to get it while we're in the airport and we got too early of a one and we weren't going to be able to get there in time. So we like canceled it and then rebooked and there was still a boarding group. And Is we that got the one it. where the cast member helped you and out? The cast member had to help me out because the, the I was going to get called back during my dinner. And they said, well, you can come back over here. And I was like, Dude, we just flew in today and I am like, I appreciate it. And I know that you're doing what you can. I, I, I thank you so much, but like, it's, it's just not going to happen. I'm not going to be able to like go, I'm not going to leave the park, go to dinner and then come back here. It's just, you know, but thanks. I appreciate it. And she's like, ah, oh, never mind. You know what? Why don't you just go and you can go use it right now. So that was cool. Cool. Uh, it wasn't a lightning lane, but she changed our boarding group to an anytime boarding group. Shout out to our fantastic cast members who are our listeners. Yeah. So it, it's a fun, fun ride. It, the launch is super cool. Now, I did ride once in the back seat. So that little bench seat thing. I don't know what you want to call it. The regular car. Mm-hmm. So you're not on the bike. Um, I rode that with my daughter. And then I rode the bikes twice with my son. And what I would say is this. The bikes are more fun, but not so much less fun that you should, not so much more fun that you should feel left out if you have to ride in the, um, I don't want to call it the handicap car, but that it's like the, I don't Let's know. Let's call how, it the accessibility vehicle. How about I that? I don't even know what it's called. I can't remember, but it's, but it. It's basically the vehicle that doesn't lean you forward and lock in your legs right. the same way. Right. So it can be painful. Like I have decently sized calves that like it's a little bit hard to get my leg adjusted to get in there it is not ridiculously difficult but it is it certain body shapes don't fit well on that ride you shouldn't feel like totally left out it's the experience is great either way like i said the soundtrack's amazing when you launch out of that building and you're outside now i'd love to be do it at night but i don't really feel like waiting the extra time now even because even though it's a virtual queue Everybody delayed when you get to the end of the night, the early queue. So let's say you have a, a boarding group that's returning. Return time is between six and seven. Well, everybody who has a boarding group that gets called between six and seven is it's going, going at seven. It's going at seven. Yeah. And then everybody who gets called at 630 is going at 730. They're trying to delay it as long as they can. So you can see all the lights right. glowing in the right. dark. Yeah, exactly. And the way they do check-in is at the end of the, like, they when I was there, because it was freshly new, um, they were having people, they were scanning you in to get into the queue. And it was far enough away from where the queue beginning was that, like, you know where normally a cast member stands with a sign, like, this is the end? Yes. So, like, you can so check you, in. So you can show up right at that last second right there and, and not have to worry about getting turned away. Oh, I thought you were going to say you can go through and then just kind of waste time until you oh, want to sh- go on the ride. I'm sure people do it. Okay. I'm sure that people do it because inside that that would be very easy to be like, oh, I'm waiting for somebody. Yeah. And like just keep on ushering people through. Yeah. I just got to use the bathroom quick. Um, it's just a, it, it's a, it really is a special ride. It's worth the wait. You know, it's, I was prepared for it to be bad. And even then when certain people were like, you know, it's not as bad as people say it is. It's good. It is really short. Um, and people were really high on it. I still was like, yeah, this is not going to be great. We're going to ride it once, call it an experience and be done. And then I wrote it and I was like, oh, wow. I mean, it's my number two for a reason, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah, number two for me is Tron. I cannot wait to get your reaction when you wrote it. I know that your daughter wrote it. Yep. But, she but, got to go this summer. She went with a friend. Um, yeah, I, I can't wait to get your take on it because I think that you're going to be like, wow, that was fun. That was really good time did you listen to we talk about this all the time the disney dish do you listen to the episode when they brought in the imagineer named jim shul and he talks about how um 
kind of one of the first times they decided to incorporate music along with a thrill attraction. Have you heard that episode? Yet? I have, but it's been um, it's a couple weeks. Recall. Yeah, it's, it's a couple weeks old. Been but a month, it, right? That's what it made me think of because personally, I think that Tron soundtrack for it's Tron Two technically, um, the Tron Two soundtrack is probably, in my opinion, and I'm pretty snooty about this stuff, the best soundtrack for made for a movie in years yeah it's and it's so the guys from daft punk did the music it's incredible like you can listen to that album just as an album and be like that is amazing yeah the music's amazing it's not i mean you're not going to listen to it and be like oh i love i love that song to to jam out to it's it's a it's an atmospheric masterpiece it's yes it's like listening to uh like you know, some of the best ones are you know, Star Wars, Indiana Jones. I mean, they're all kind of John Williams. But, but you know, but you think about Jurassic that. Jurassic Park. Daft Punk, that particular soundtrack is the electronic version of an orchestral it is. masterpiece. God, it's so, so good. Yeah. That's my number two, Tron. Uh, I'll end with this. They are. They just posted this week. They are it. filming Tron 3. I saw it. Yeah. yeah. So, so that I'm look- curious who's in it. Um mm-hmm. Tron 2 was okay. Like, did you see it at all? I did. I, you probably don't even remember it, do you? It's it's forgettable. Yeah, it wasn't super memorable, but I also remember it not being bad. No, it wasn't horrible. But I think the first one was the same way. Yeah. I remember seeing it in the 80s. I didn't see that one in the theater. I remember right when VHS first started coming out, that was one of the movies that I rented. I remember seeing it thinking it was going to be more like Star Wars, and it really yeah, wasn't. I don't yeah. think they developed the characters as well. But the the graphics and all the special effects were were yeah, pretty impressive. I agree. My number one uh, is no surprise to anyone that is Drum a regular roll, regular listener. So I'm going to take this minute to just say thank you to our regular listeners who are laughing and rolling their eyes and knowing exactly what I'm about to say. So again, thank you to our regular listeners. And if you know what I'm about to say, it means you listen on a regular basis, and we really appreciate it. So my number one is the Haunted Mansion. The Haunted Mansion has been my favorite ride for the entire time that I've gone to the Disney Park since the late 70s, early 80s. Everything about it, I I love horror movies. Um, I I like kind of all things Halloween, you know, heavy metal, like things that are all part of that kind of, you know, I'm I'm not a scary, spooky person, but it's those things are very exciting and fun to me. And I think the way that they do this Haunted Mansion ride really puts you inside of a spooky horror movie. And not like a slasher thing, because I watch those no, too. No, no, But it just puts you in this spooky haunted house. And one of the things I rarely ever mention that I think is one of the best parts of the whole thing, and I'm only thinking of this because we just talked about this with Tron, is the voiceover and the music that go along with yeah, this attraction. Yeah, Ravenscroft is like... Oh, my gosh. Yeah. He's he's the Grinch. He yeah. sings Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, the guy's incredible. I mean, anyway, it's it's definitely one of my favorite rides ever. And and they just changed it. So they added the Hatbox Ghost, which I've seen on the West Coast, and it was pretty awesome in person. And I'm very excited and looking forward to seeing it. You were there right before... They yeah. unveiled the Hatbox Ghost, well, right? Um, I wasn't there right before they did it, but I was. They were prepping the area, so they had a curtain up. Yeah, they were. I think they were doing some, probably some electrical work. Um, I'm not positive on that, but like, I think I texted you. Yeah, you were like, "I'm gonna go on Haunted Mansion." I said, "Hey, take a picture of the hallway, like where where the yeah. candelabra is." You're like, "Okay," and I remember you texting me. You're like, "There's nothing here." Yeah, I'm yeah. like, "Really?" And you're like, "Yeah, I didn't." There was nothing. Yeah, there was a curtain up or whatever right. on, earlier in the day, and by the time I was there, it was gone. Um, so I, I get why you love this ride. It's certainly it. It's not on my list. It's it's an honorable mention, probably number six, honestly. But I also um, know it's not for everybody, and I'm not going to argue back and tell oh, you no, no. nuts. I, like it better be on everybody's list. It's, I'm going to go on it every damn time. Trust me. Yeah. But it's just I don't know that I, I don't know that I would. For me, it's not my top five. It, but it's a great ride, and yep. I think that I love it more now, very similar to like what I talked about with Pirates, like where I've grown to appreciate it because of conversations with you. Mm-hmm. I've grown to appreciate it a little bit more. Um, it's a great it's a great ride, and, and I get what you're saying, that you're in a spooky haunted house, almost like those 
those cheesy old school horror flicks that like you watch and you start laughing at. Yeah. That's kind of what's going on. And that's right? okay. And that's the whole point. And then when you get to the graveyard where it actually is supposed to be kind of funny, mm-hmm. you know, and you got the jump scares from the, you know, the heads popping up from behind the, the, the gravestones. And I don't know, I, th- I think it's cool. But. And if you watch, I'll bring this up again, the behind the attraction, the two different Imagineers that came together to create the attraction one of them was very much into the dark and macabre, and the other was kind of a jokester and Rolly Crump and wanted things to be a little bit more funny. And so I can't remember if it was Mark Davis or Rolly Crump. It was one of them. Maybe both uh, worked on that ride. But um, Rolly Crump did because he just passed away recently. I thought so. And they did. I don't know if they have it in Disney World, but in Disneyland, there is a nod to him with a candle. Oh. That is like. It's like this wax figurine guy. Huh. Oh, so, right. In the attic. Yeah. I did see that. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Um, so it's definitely, that's, you know, th- that's the other thing is like they, they have a lot of hidden stuff in there if you kind of pay attention. Um, I will say the reason that it wouldn't make my list, if I had only ridden, it wouldn't even be honorable mention if I had only ridden it the last two times. It, is it the stop and go? It's gotten bad, man. Yeah, I knew gotten, you were going to say that. It's gotten so bad. That's fine. And and, and somebody commented it. on it on a reel the other day about it. It it's gotten bad. Like like I'm not the only one. It's it makes the ride not enjoyable. It's it's like well, imagine watching well, imagine watching a movie, right? You sit down to watch a movie. Yeah. And your your kid says, "Can you can you hold on? I got to go to the bathroom." Pause it. Okay? Comes back. Sits down. Then your other kid, um, "Daddy, I want some popcorn. So you pause it and you go get the popcorn. And then five minutes later, daddy, I have to go to the bathroom. The other one, like that's what riding this ride is like in 2024. I get it. And that is a great argument. I actually have the, the opposite take. Now here, here's my, here's my opposite take on that. If you're somebody, now you have to qualify for this before you go on to the rest of it. If you're somebody like me, who every time will ride it multiple times and, and has ridden it your whole life, right? You have the whole ride memorized. I, I can say the whole script as it's going, and sometimes I do, and just to drive my daughter nuts because she'll ride it with me. And I look at it as when we stop, I'm excited that I get to spend that much more time in that area. And what I do is I study the room, and I look around, and I try to see all the little things that I haven't seen before because I love it so much. And I realize that's coming from a different place, but I'm excited that I get to spend that much more time in the ride. Look, I realize that's probably 10% of the people listening are going to go, yeah, that's cool. I want to study the inside of it too. I realize I'm in the minority, but I love it for that reason. Another one of my favorites, and we talk about this a lot in our family when we're riding the ride, is we've been stopped multiple times going backwards when we are up in the attic and it turns and you go down. Like that's kind of fun to be laying down in the back of the doom buggy too. It's, it's kind of cool and relaxing. That's a little worse, but then just kind of pausing in Madame Leota's room and, and hearing her whole narration because you only get to hear a portion of Madame Leota because she talks about, you know, not me. You get to hear the I tambourine. Heard, and... I heard the whole thing five times. <laughs> that's the a bit, whole thing. That's a bit much, though. The whole thing five times. That's I a little counted. longer than than the normal stops that I'll have. Correct. Our stops will be maybe a minute, maybe a minute and a half, like, which is cool. And I don't know that they need to. I don't know if they need to retrain the cast members to be more expeditious load with unload. load and unload those yeah. that need assistance, mm-hmm. or if it's a systems with the ride thing. I will tell you that. The last time I was there was the worst, and it was not enjoyable. That said, I still put it in my honorable mention, even with that, because it's that good of a ride. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I appreciate why you love it. I also appreciate why you love your number two, which is why it's my number, number one. one. Yeah. Um, I figured. You called it, yeah. This was, this was my number one before. Yep. It is my number one now. It is my favorite ride at, at Magic Kingdom. It might be my second favorite ride in all of Disney World. I'd have to really go and think hard about that. Mm-hmm. Maybe my it's certainly my top five. Um, my son, my daughter, we all love it. My wife loves it. You know, you told a story about about your daughter and the the hat coming off. Which, by the way, when we he told that story on our episode one, we hadn't quite learned about um, 
the full benefits of Instagram at that time, and we knew what it was, and we used it, but it wasn't like we weren't doing much. Um, you got to send me that video, and I'll try to do a because it's just like you see the hat whipping, sure. And I will, uh, and I'll see if I can make a reel with that. Um, but what I will tell you is this: my it's funny. Your daughter's favorite ride at Magic Kingdom is Big Thunder, Thunder Mountain, and my daughter's favorite ride at Magic Kingdom is Small, Small World. World. <laughs> but number two is Big Thunder Mountain. Yeah. Um. So. Our kids love this ride because it is just the most exciting but accessible roller coaster. We had a really good conversation with our friend Rob, um, Ear Scouts Rob, and he talked about how the version in Paris is too smooth. And I got thinking oh. about it, and I'm like, I, maybe that's why I like it. I grew up going to to um, Great Escape, and they have some really cool roller coasters, but they're wooden. And wooden roller coasters are rickety and kind of shake you a little bit more. That's what I like about this one. It kind of feels like you're on an old wooden roller coaster. The clickety-clack, all those things are amazing. Now, we went on Splash Mountain. We're able to watch the fireworks, right? You remember when we oh, did that? That was shit. amazing, right? Never going to forget um, that. This one, though, is currently like the next best thing for the fireworks view. If you're going to do you can you can time your ride with this to see fireworks yeah. as well. Um, it's not the same. Mine train you can, too. Yeah, mine train. That's true. Um, I feel like that one's harder because you have to look straight up, whereas with this, you can kind of look look off. But that's besides the point. My point is that what also excites me about this is when they're talking about Beyond Big Thunder, Beyond Big Thunder, notice what they're not saying is Villain's Land, Cars Land. They're not saying what it is. They're always referencing that it's Beyond Big Thunder, which tells me Big Thunder's there. It's not going. Good. They're not going to touch it. I'm, I am I love this ride. My kids love this ride. It's a ride I will always, always do. I will never miss this ride. Um, you've talked about it already. There's not really much more to expound upon other than the fact that, uh, you know, I think it's a great ride. I think the queue, like I said, is great. There's some interactivity of it that people don't realize. The whole, like, charging up the, the dynamite sticks. I don't know if you've ever even done that, but you can charge them up and then, like, push the thing down. And, you know, the, the dynamite blows and whatnot. It's great. There's also a really cool uh, photo pass spot. It's not always a photo pass photographer there, but you can still take your own picture there. As you're exiting the ride, there's like a little spot to kind of stand and off to the off. left of the entrance. Uh, it's, when it, you're leaving, it's to the right. No, it's on the left of the path. It's to the right of the entrance, I believe. Oh, way over there. Yeah, when kind you come of by out, Tom Sawyer. Yeah, so yeah, you're you're like oh okay, you're I didn't know that. The side, there's like a cool little alcove. At, almost as soon as you exit you huh. walk down a little bit oh right you do end up on the you exit on the left yeah that's right you that's right. you end up a little bit off and then on the sure. left hand side there's like this little alcove you can go into and there's sometimes a photo pass photographer there taking amazing pictures with the with big the thunder, train in the background or with big thunder if you're lucky you get the train in the background too yeah, that's cool it's, it's really a great spot um so i love this ride i think it's a it's one of those ones too where come in the park if you just want to ride big thunder you hop on the railroad in uh at, on main street and you ride it over to get off at the station by splash and jump mm-hmm. over to big thunder um i love the ride it's great it it's, is i agree s- some of my best memories are on that ride so yeah that was fun mm-hmm. you know i i i'll be honest i was a little skeptical when rob said let's do this list again i was like oh well, we already did that list but it's changed it is we've changed yep and that's why it's i mean probably wouldn't want to do it 50 times a year but <laughs> once a year uh sure yeah, changes, um, I, and it definitely changes enough after two years. I mean, this is—I've been multiple times. You've gotten the perspective of pirates on another coast and haunted mansion on another coast. It changed my opinion of Space Mountain. Oh yeah, Space Mountain on another coast. So, I mean, the other thing is we've lost Splash, and so I suspect that in two years, when we've experienced, hopefully in two years we have that might be on my top yeah, five. Who knows? That'll come. That maybe that comes back. I'm really I'm, looking forward to. I am to too. Tiana. I am too. Um, so you have any honorable mentions you wanted to talk about? Yeah, just because ones are kind of important to my, my family. I'm not saying they're the greatest rides in the world, but Small World is my wife's favorite, and we always have a blast on it, and she just comes off the ride beaming. My daughter's as well. Yeah, and, and another one is um, we have some special memories from the Little Mermaid ride where you know we name a couple of the characters. We named one after my dad, and, and like I will sing during part of it, and it's like it's just certain funny traditions that we do during that ride. Yeah. Nothing, I mean, it's, it's stories, but it's not really a huge yeah. deal. Yeah. But um, just kind of a special, special ride for us uh, personally. And uh, um, the West Coast for Mermaid is, is exactly the same. Yeah. 
So I would, just I would, I'd mention that. There's no difference. I would toss in Haunted Mansion, I already said, was honorable mention. Mm-hmm. Good. I would say uh, Space Ranger Spin is, oh, yeah. is up there for me. Yeah. Um, I know. I get it. Other members of my family love it. Yeah. Um, and then I think those two are the really the big hitters for me. I, I love Mermaid. I don't know if I put an honorable mention, but, I mean, it's close. Um, and, you know, as much as I crap on the whole spinners, I don't think you get much more nostalgic than riding Dumbo. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of a, just a fun fun ride. I, I love riding that ride with, with either of my children just because it's like, stop growing up, would you? Like, <laughs> hit pause, please. So I think that's a fun one, too. I'm a little um, anti-Winnie the Pooh ride only because – it took the place of one of my favorites, which was um, Mr. Toad. But I'm, I mean, you know, it did to Mr. Toad what the train could not. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it well, really yeah, killed him. That's a good, good point. <laughs> <laughs> um, but again, I don't want to fall into the category of one of those people like I can't believe they're redoing Splash Mountain, you know, or I can't believe they're redoing whatever. Yeah, they they redid it. I understand, but the great part about it is it's a new ride. But I can go and ride it out on the west coast if i want to it's still there yeah same thing when when they got rid of snow white scary adventures i can go ride it somewhere else yeah so it stinks but hey i can i can still do it absolutely um so thank you for following along and listening uh, if you haven't followed us at, on instagram go check us out at at Dizless pod um you can check us out also pretty much on any any platform yeah and we're Dizless pod on there too yeah, and you can also go over to patreon.com slash Pod. Check us out over there. Um, you'll be able to check out some of our stuff that we'll be doing over there and um, follow along. We really appreciate it because that's where you can show some support. We have some great supporters over there. I um, mean, they get access to episodes early, and they also get access to unique and exclusive mini episodes. Uh, and the last thing I would say is go check us out over at Magic Merch. Um, so Magic Merch. 70 at magic merch 77 on instagram uh, magic merch dot art for our storefront um check out we have some like subtle disney some of them are subtle some of them are not so subtle mm-hmm. disney references um that we've posted and that store is currently all on sale did we put up the new one yet you had a great idea for one we collaborated on it yeah the chinese new year one it is not yeah. on etsy yet it will be up Either later today or tomorrow, I just have to. Well, tell everybody about it. I think it's oh. one of our best ones. Yeah, so it's a it's a hand Rob hand drew a dragon, but it's actually Maleficent in dragon form. Yeah, and we, so it's the colors of Maleficent. So it's got that black, green, purple thing going on. Um, I had to add wings, and then I I gave her more of a pointier kind of like a beak almost. Yeah, and then it then it says uh, Year of the Dragon because this is the Year of the Dragon for Chinese New Year. So we thought that would be a fun one to also have in there. Yeah, it was cool. It was fun. Like, we collabed on it. I did the drawing, and Nick went in, found an awesome font to use, and yeah. placed all the text over top. It was it was cool. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun doing this stuff. So at the very least, it's a fun creative outlet for us. But go check those designs out. See if you like anything. And, and uh, you know, drop us a line if you want us to design something specific for you. But it's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow, and tomorrow is just a list away. Tune in next time, and we'll see you real soon. Yeah.